Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. All right, we've got on the line today one of my favorite guests. He's been on our show. This is the third or fourth time. We've got Dr. Jim Harris. He's calling in live from the Fellowship of Christian Companies. i got to make sure I have this right. Hang on a second. The Fellowship of Companies for Christ International Conference out of Amelia Island, Florida. Dr. Jim Harris, welcome back to the I Work For Him show. Ah, Jim, it's great to be back. Thanks for letting me be on with you today. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're doing me a favor, but yes, thank, you're very welcome, Jim. I'm humbled to have you on the show. I, I'm just so excited about what you've got to say because, you know, once a year they've got this conference. This year they chose Amelia Island, but it's the Fellowship of Companies for Christ International. And I know that next year you're going to be one of the esteemed speakers there. This year you're kind of running reconnaissance, seeing what it's all about. I'm really interested in hearing what you got to say about it. But first, for the benefit of the audience, I want to hear... What's Christ doing in your life today? Christ is doing some magnificent things, Jim. You know my story. You know my journey. For twenty yeah, but, some but my years, listeners don't know everything, so you got to well, tell them. For, for twenty the last, for twenty some years, I was pure secular play in my speaking and consulting and writing business. That's actually after I left the headquarters of a company you might remember that used to be there in Clearwater, Ecker Drugs. For, for five years, I helped lead the executive and management training function for Olive Eckert, went out on my own, then for 20 years was very successful, many books, lots of great things. Then about three years ago, God said, why don't you come over to my team full-time instead of being a believer, 
just talking about secular best practice. So I've transformed my company. What's God done? He has opened up magnificent, I mean huge, blessings after blessings after blessings that now I'm really, my, my passion, Jim, just like you, is to help businessmen and businesswomen better integrate their faith in their work. That's why my company is now called To a Higher Level. And as you can see on my home page of my website, toahigherlevel.com, it's where business and faith connect. And so what I am now led to do is to take and just extract from the Bible, from God's holy word, practical business applications, not theory, not another devotional. God bless devotionals. We've got enough devotion on the marketplace. But really <laughs> dig deep on the how God taught men and women, leaders, followers, how to be successful in the marketplace. So that's where I'm at, and I am, I'm just... Just like Stephen Curtis Chapman sings, I've, I've, I'm diving in, I'm going deep. Um, in over my head, I'm going to go, and God has just blessed, like, for instance, right here, the Fellowship of Companies for Christ International, a global business ministry marketplace that helps align in small groups and large conferences like-minded believers, not for devotionals, not so much for personal self-development, except under the auspices of how can I make my company more Christ-like? So tell me, tell me what FCCI is all about. And by the way, you, you referenced Stephen Curtis Chapman, and then you kept talking, and you gave me a chance. He, he, he said, you know, he's diving in, he's going deep. But remember, he also said, burn the ships. So have you burned your <laughs> ship? you got to remember that. He's burned those ships. I did. There's no I turning did. back. That's right. There's no turning back. That's right. Okay, so uh, I love that part of it, because that, that, that imagery... There's no other option. I'm going all in. I've made the. I'm heading into Canaan. I have no idea where I'm ending up, and that's what we've done with this radio show. Same thing. We're going all in. We have no idea where God's taking it, but I know I was supposed to leave where I was, and I was supposed to move. So, all right, Fellowship of Companies for Christ International. Do you have any idea what it's all about? Why, why is it an organization? Um, some thirty years ago, the founders. Actually, I'm almost forty years ago now. You know Larry Burkett. I do. Larry Burkett was one of the three main founders of what became FCCI. He and the the, the actual chairman, the first chairman and founder, uh, co-founder of FCCI, Bobby Mitchell. And he and a couple other guys were meeting um, week after week for uh, two or three years on, okay, how do you apply? Can, Can we really run a company for Christ? And after about three or four years of meeting with Larry Burkett and many others' input, FCCI was formed as a small business network, primarily of men, but there's women from um, all aspects of the marketplace as well actively involved. And it has now grown into an international business ministry, now in 93 countries, having served over um, over 15,000 companies. Um, their, Their vision is to transform the world through Christ, one business leader at a time. And they do that through equipping and encouraging business leaders to operate and conduct their businesses um, in accordance with biblical principles. So what they are doing and what God has called me to do is so very much aligned, and you too, Jim, that you know we're, we're swimming up the same stream. We don't need to be fighting one another. We need to be helping and aligning with one another. So what I have found in FCCI, and you can find out all you want to at FCCI.org, FCCI.org, in fact, you can even follow the live streaming keynotes that we're having here um, today, tomorrow, Wednesday, 
Um, and you can, you can go to the website, just log on, you can watch the live streams. In fact, I'm sure some of your followers, Jim, earlier today, listened to David Green, the founder of Hobby Lobby, in his live keynote. Did you get his so business card? Because I really like Hobby Lobby to be one of the advertisers on I Work For Him when we go syndicated across the country. Did you meet up with David Green for me? Well, we had a book signing at the same time. He had his folks around his table. I had mine around mine, so we never had a chance to shake hands. So your security you know guards I, kept you from meeting. <laughs> no, he was a very approachable man, but, you know, he had some other other guys he was hanging out. Now, Jim, if you were here, he would have been over backwards to come meet you. I'm sure. I'm sure. that. Well, maybe we can arrange that. I can be part of your entourage <laughs> next year, and we can do the show remotely from FCCI, and because of all the money you're going to make from that huge speech you do next year, it can pay for my, it can pay for my registration fee. So well, would, I don't. I don't know if um, I don't know if Mark would like to do what Brenda's doing. My wife, but I know. Does your wife like to stay at Ritz Carlton? My wife wouldn't know the first thing about staying at a Ritz Carlton. Well, the only place SCCI attends is Ritz Carlton. Now, let me tell you a little bit about that. Dr. Jim Harris is the author of 12 books, going on 13, maybe 40 by the time he's done. If you want to participate in today's discussion or just text us, you can do one of either one. Call into the studio line 855 265 29 or text us 727-487-9863. Before we get back to Dr. Jim Harris, of course, it's time for our book highlights segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Karis Christian Books and Gifts have been part of the Largo community for over 29 years. Located in the center of First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks on Ulmerton Road in Largo, their 2,400 square foot stores open to the public seven days a week. That's right, seven days a week. Check them out online at shopcaris.com. That's shop, C-H-A-R-I-S.com. Be the first person to call into our studio line today, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, and I will give you a copy of the book that I highlight coming up next. Of course, the book we're going to highlight today is written by none other than Dr. Jim Harris. It's called The Impactor. Jim, you want to give a highlight on The Impactor? Well, I'm hoping I can call in and get a free copy. No, you cannot. You are disqualified. <laughs> Family members and people who wrote the book can't get a copy. But I could probably get one autograph for you. Jim, give us a quick summary of what The Impactor is all about. The Impactor is a business parable on how to apply biblical principles in your workplace. It's a story of one man who transformed his company and his community on forward leadership virtues right out of the Bible. But you will not, will not see a Bible verse. You will, though, when you read it, you'll sense that's, that's spiritual. That's God. That's Bible. It's a crossover book, Jim, and it's done very well. And it's going to be the first of a four-book series. But The Impactor, A Parable on Transformational Leadership, is available. Where is it available, Jim? Where can you get that? Karis Christian Books and Gifts. And, of course, uh, online, uh, I think, at toahigherlevel.com. All right, if yeah, you want to go to Karis first. That's right. That's right. So if you want to win the book, call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read this book. Don't wait for the movie. That's right. Read the book. Don't wait for the movie. And something fantastic. If you checked out our Facebook page, I Work For Him on Facebook, you'd see none other than my wife, Martha, standing right next to the the guy that just sung that song. Read the book. Don't wait for the movie from Whiteheart. 
it just unbelievable. He used to be the lead singer from Petra when we were dating. When Martha and I were dating, yes, that means the guy's older, and yes, it looks like that in the picture. But he was at the bookstore convention that Martha's going to call into from tomorrow, and and she got his, her picture taken, and he was thrilled to death that we were still using that song, because that song is from a few decades ago. Anyway, okay, Dr. Jim Harris, you know, your book is fantastic. Now, aren't you about ready to release another book? Like called the Covenant, isn't the Covenant coming next? Well, actually, that's um, that's going to be the uh, fourth book. That's in the, the fourth series. one, Jim. You're ahead of me, man. You're always ahead of me. Always <sighs> a step ahead. The next book is called The Wind Chaser. The Wind yes, Chaser, based on Ecclesiastes. Okay. And this is where the lead character from The Impactor mentors a young man who is going down the wrong road of success. He's about to lose his company, about to lose his family, and he mentors him from success traditional success, to a relationship with the Lord. My God has put on my heart to write a business parable track. Hmm. And so we're about two-thirds of the way writing that. I've got just a couple of chapters to clean up, and we're looking to publish that as soon as actually late fall. Well, if that's the third one, and Covenant's the fourth one, I must have missed one. It Was the cycle the second one? The cycle is will be, it's actually on my website when you sign up for my uh, blog, that's to a higher level dot com. You can get the actual consulting pieces I use in my strategic planning and my business planning for my clients. I am transforming that into part of the parable series on how this man actually builds his business plan on biblical principles. So yes, that will be a parable book, and that'll be after The Wind Chaser. Okay, so what was the second book then? I must have missed something. The Wind Chaser. But you said that was the third book. No, the cycle will be the third book, okay. and the fourth book will be the covenant. Got it. Okay. All right. You got to talk slower for me. Apparently, I'm just really having a hard time today. <laughs> okay. So the impact or wind chaser cycle and then covenant. Yes, sir. That's All right. It. Stay tuned for more from Dr. Jim Harris. Okay. All right. So, Jim, you're at this FCCI conference, the Fellowship of Companies for Christ International. The speakers that you've been hearing, you listen to David Green today, the the founder, and that, or is he, is he the founder, or is he a relative of the founder of Hobby Lobby? He is the founder and still CEO of Hobby Lobby. Okay. So what did he have to say? They had, they had a lot of battles this year. His presentation, and I've been, in the, I've been a professional speaker on myself for 23-some years. I've seen some of the very, very finest speakers in the world. His ranks in the top ten, maybe the top five of any I've ever heard. Not because of his dynamic presentation style, but the heart that he brings, and particularly his heart for the Lord. God owns his business. He doesn't. He doesn't own any stock. No employee owns any stock. In fact, they have set up a trust, and he had a second breakout session on how the trust was is developed. If the company is ever sold, if Hobby Lobby, $4 billion, um, they're opening up 80-some stores, 68 stores this year. They have 630 stores now, 26,000 employees in 47 states going to reach $4 billion in sales this year. If the company is ever sold outside the family, a trust has 90% of all the money that it's, that it's bought for goes into ministry work. The other 10% will be for legacy for the families. But nobody right now owns any stock. If any of the kids work in the business, what they work, they keep. They have to earn their keep. There's no traditional, um, what we normally see as stock ownership of the family. God owns the business. Hmm. So they took the Stanley Tam idea and actually applied it to their business when they set it up. 
That's exactly right. And if you're wondering who Stanley Tam is, you got to read his book, God Owns My Business. Great book written in the 60s. Stanley Tam was... 50 years ahead of this whole movement and and just said, I'm going to give God my business. And he did exactly that with his trust. All right, so what did David Green, what's the one thing that David Green said that was so impactful today? There, there were two or three, but one of them was this. One of the earliest pieces of advice as this company was growing was this. Only hire one lawyer for every billion dollar in sales. <laughs> okay. That was okay. hilarious. You got to think about it. Don't get too many stinking lawyers on your team. Lawyers can mess up things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but <laughs> I don't even know how to respond I just to think that. That's a great line coming out of corporate America, man. I really got that. Let me tell you a couple of other things that really jumped out at me in this okay. presentation. You talk about being bold. You said in the opening about being bold in the marketplace. When the Supreme Court case was coming up, going through, you know, on the birth control pills, they took the stand. We do not believe in these four um, Obamacare pieces of the law, and we're going we're gonna to just stand for our Christian principles. And it went from the local to the district to one Supreme Court justice all the way to the Supreme Court. He said at any given time, get this to him, at any given time, we have 70 different lawsuits facing us. What's another one? That's how bold he was, not only in this, but also when he goes and shares with his new store managers the company foundation of Christ, that this is that this is that God owns our business. You don't have to be a Christian to work there, you don't have to be a Christian to even run the run the stores. But they but from the very first day, David Green will tell those store managers at the store opening, this is what it's all about. And the lawyers initially were afraid of that, but now that they backed off and in four years, not one employee, not one new employee has ever said a word. In fact they've seen many, many salvations through his boldness of just saying, these are the values we stand for. Just wanted, just wanted you to be aware, this is how we run this company. All right, you said two or three things that really impacted. What's the third thing from David Green? Leadership is not a privilege. It's about serving and seeking after God. In fact, he said, I want to be at Hobby Lobby the biggest servant in the company. And when the leader, the founder, says, I want to be the biggest servant, that jumped out at me big time. That's the heart that you have of the Lord. Because, And another, another one, Jim, that parallels that in terms of his calling, he talked about a lot about leadership, and then about what calling means to him and what it means within the Hobby Lobby group. And calling means one word for him, whatever. Whatever you do, do it. Whatever your hands are doing, do it as unto the Lord. So, so Colossians 3.23. I mean, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, do your work heartily as to the Lord, because it is the Lord Christ whom you serve. Now think about that. Think how simple that is. Think how simple that is. When I do my consulting and my speaking, I know that you, and, 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 and what you write, Jim, and, and this whole program, it's about simple and powerful. When you think about calling, whatever you're doing, doesn't matter what it is, whatever you're doing, do it for the Lord. Okay. Whatever is how he sees his calling. All right, so what? who else did you get? I want to move on to another speaker. Who else did you get to hear to? You got to hear from David Green with Hobby Lobby, and if, if, if people are just tuning in now, you'd have to listen to the archive because it sounds like David Green had some fantastic things to say. Who was, who was another great speaker that you got to hear today? Um, Walt Wiley spoke last night. Do you know Walt? I do not. Walt is a phenomenal man. He's been in uh, uh, the uh, chaplain for the Atlanta Braves for 20-some years. He has his own company, Winning Through Enthusiasm. He's a former college coach. He does a lot of work, a lot of, a 
a lot of motivational speaking. He's also the MC. And Walt last night, through his phenomenal experience, was really talking about what our theme is at SCCI this year, run to win. That's the theme for this 35th Annual International Business Leaders Conference, Run to Win. He made a couple of fascinating points, Jim. One of them was this. As a leader, as a leader, as a manager, be careful to avoid the temptations that come with the race to win. What that means is be careful because heart devises wicked schemes. Your feet can be quick to run to sin, as Proverbs 6, 4, and 5 said. He says, be careful of the I must win at any cost. And sometimes even us believers, when we say we want to win, we want to win for the Lord, he says, don't take it too far. Don't make that an extreme, because then you, your feet can stray, your eyes can stray, you can cut corners. And you know, I don't know about you, but I have seen many solid Christian business people that the temptation to win overrode doing it the right way. Mm, and that, that is such a temptation, and when they win, they give up everything else they held near and dear. Next, we're going to talk about what kind of workplace ministries that Jim's been in. in introduced to today that he'd never heard of before, but I just want to put a big hit out there. Hey, we've got Jim's book today, The Impactor. It is available to you today. I'm giving away one copy. All you got to do is call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. So as you're sitting out there in traffic, write this number down, 855-265-2929. Call in, get a copy of The Impactor by Dr. Jim Harris. All right, Jim, we're back. Are there any other speakers you want to highlight, things that you want to make sure we hear about today before we get on to the ministries that you've seen? Well, we're going to have speakers tonight, all day tomorrow, Wednesday, and into Thursday morning. So we just really started, uh, we just had our first full day today. Okay. So we've just begun the program. So we have a lot of fine speakers coming up tonight and into the next few days. So, what, so what, who are some of the speakers? FCCI.org. Well, who are some of the speakers coming up? Well, for instance, ever heard of Dr. Henry Cloud? Might have heard of him. Yep. Uh, he's going to be speaking uh, tomorrow in two sessions of Breakout on Boundaries for Leaders. We've got uh, Daniel Har- Harkovay, who's balancing success in business and life. He's also going to be a keynoter on Anatomy of a Leader. And tonight we're going to have a Colonel Lee Ellis speak. He's a uh, Vietnam POW, five years. He's going to share how this, his, the Spirit of Christ, not only in his leaders, but also in him, helped him get through those tragic torturous times as a POW in Vietnam. Hmm. Boy. That just puts images on my head, and I'm thinking, boy, you know, rough. And I could go on and on and on. You can see the entire lineup at FCCI.org. But those are just a few of the phenomenal speakers. And, of course, uh, tomorrow morning, Terrence Chapman, who is the current president, will share his uh, his, um, updated vision for the next five years for FCCI. And uh, he will be, um, he's going to have, I know, a fascinating presentation. So I encourage everyone to stream this, fcci.org. You can get the live streams of all of the keynotes. Yeah, and Terrence uh, Chapman, I mean, he's the CEO of FCCI. I mean, what an incredible background he's got. Uh, A leader of Victoria's Victoria's Family Ministry, Urban Ministries. He was a vice president at Focus on the Family. He was involved with Johnson & Johnson, Coca-Cola, and Citigroup. I mean, what a background, and he's still got a wife and three kids. Uh, you know, those are jobs that wouldn't always be the case after those kind of jobs. All right, so you, you've got all kinds of stuff going on there. I imagine that there's all kinds of workplace-related ministries at the conference, Jim. Is that true? 
Yes, there are. So, and I'll just give you a rundown on a few that I was not aware of. You know, you and I are in this marketplace. Yep. Um, but let me just give you a couple that, that jump out to me. One of them is this. True you, T-R-U-E, the letter U, dot com. It's a best practice sharing site for business, uh, for biblical business practices. Uh, TrueU.com. I've never heard of them before. Okay. But I'm certainly, I haven't had a chance to check them out because I just heard about it. But I think that's to be a fast thing, I and mean, that's right up here in my alley. Yep. Also, um, I'm, I'm beginning to hear, Jim, with a lot of the clients that I consult with, um, the small businesses I help with their strategic business planning and leadership and talent development. A lot of companies these days, Jim, are starting their own internal internally funded ministries, own internally funded uh, not-for-profits. One I learned is 2612 uh, Ministry. 2612 is actually under um, one of is the ministry of Accolade Home Care based out of Dallas, uh, 700 employees across the country. And they are one of many that we both would know that have missions work all over the, all over the world. So we're beginning to see those types of microeconomic um, and, and also ministries of private companies just doing it on their own, which I think is very, very exciting. Um, also, uh, I just met, uh, I made a new friend from Germany. EasySoft is the name of his company, Andreas Now, and he is now starting to go global with some human resource management software, but also they are big into missions work as well. I also made a new friend by, uh, from France, and her company is the Torn Curtain. The Torn Curtain. Want to guess where that came from? The Torn Curtain? I'm guessing maybe referring to the night that Christ was crucified, the curtain was torn, uh, allowing everybody to have access to God one-on-one in the Holy of Holies. A 100%. It's a French-based video production company that is making movies internationally with, with biblical principles, many of them in business, and so the Torn Curtain is the name of this company. Just a phenomenal lady leading that ministry. And I've had a chance to meet others from the international sector, men and women that are actually in, not only in manufacturing in China, where the government is changing the way they go about treating employees through the biblical principles that this private company is, is displaying, but also they're helping with the home groups. That are going on. So I can't tell you. There's so many varieties here of, um, of the Christian Business Ethics Today group, a winning with encouragement, Walt's company, um, Institute for Faith, Work, and Economics. One of my favorite. One of my favorite blogs. Well, you're kidding. You're at, you're kidding. You're kidding. I W. Let's see. T I F W E. I had yep. dinner on Thursday night with Hugh Welshel and Eric uh, Welsh. Eric is here. We're going to be meeting up, and I know Hugh, and Hugh's been on my, um, you know, I've blogged with Hugh, so yeah, Hugh's a buddy. Isn't that interesting? Well, those guys were talking about, uh, you know, maybe going on the radio with with trying to get the message out of workplace ministry around the country, and so we were talking about. But just what a great guy! What a great dinner we met up in in uh, Plant City. But yeah, Hugh Welshul and Eric Welsh, great guys with the Institute of Faith, Work, and Economics. There, I mean, their website is full of fantastic Phenomenal. information. Fantastic information. All right, so did you get a list of all of the businesses and ministries that are represented there? I mean, you got a list for me, a master list. You can just email me. 
No, not yet. But okay. for you, my friend, I'll do anything. Okay, fine, fine, Ed, because I want to find out about who's out there. Okay, <laughs> so talk to me about, we, we've got, I know we got, you've got a breakout at 545. So tell me, have you heard about any new books that are out there that we need to, to read and get on the air? Um, David Green was uh, promoting, or at least it was promoted, his new book. And you know, I, I'm blanking on the name of it, but it's just, it's just his story on Hobby Lobby. I would encourage you to consider David Green's new book. Um, in fact, uh, Lifeway has an entire bookstore set up here, and there's some titles there that I'm not familiar with, Jim. You might be. I don't know about you, but it's hard for even me to keep up, and we're both in the business with all the great works going on out there right now. I, I have to tell people, all right, you have to ask permission to give me a book. Because I try to read, I try to read two or three books a week. You're and, voracious, man, and I can't keep up. I can't. Give, Hugh Welsh gives me one Thursday night that I got to read. I'm reading Jim Collins' new book, Great by Choice. Have you read that one yet? Yes, yes. Now, what? did Hugh give you um, his book? Yes, his book. How then shall we work? How then shall we work? Yep. Terrific uh, book. Uh, terrific book. Very heady. I mean, I'm yes, learning about is. concepts in that book that we're going to talk about on the show sometime in the future. I'll probably bring Hugh on, but I'd never heard about the difference between saving grace and um, oh no, I'm going to have saving grace and um, oh no, terrible. Uh, saving grace, common grace, common grace, saving grace and common grace. And that, that, that God has saving grace out there through Jesus Christ, but the common grace that he extends to everyone, which is how people who don't follow God are still capable of doing good things, even though they're not, they've not been restored by God. And then he talks about the four chapter gospel in there, uh, uh, the fall and the, excuse me, creation and the fall redemption through Christ and restoration after Christ. I I mean, those are concepts you don't hear talked about in church. And then he talks about the restoration of the kingdom on earth. It's some very cool stuff. Not a quick read, however. Now, it's not a quick read, but I really like Hugh's website and his blog because I called him. He's not offended by this when I say this about his work. He's the Harvard Business School for Christian business owners. Oh, absolutely. He's got some, yeah, absolutely. The white papers on his side. I told him on Thursday night, I said, oh, listen, for, if we could take all that down and put it in eighth grade English so I can understand it, there's a year's worth of shows on his website alone. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Now, there's probably a year's worth of websites uh, or uh, shows on your website too. Hey, is there anything else? Any other uh, authors that you met or, or, or books that you heard about? We want to highlight today. Well, more than anything else, I, I wanted to leave this word of encouragement to all everyone listening in the Tampa Bay area because you know I lived there in Indian Rocks Beach for many, many years. I've got a lot of great friends like you still in that area. Um, one of the things that I have been reinforced with, Jim, is that. Men like you are all around the world. There are many of us out there, including your listeners. There is an underswelling current that's becoming a tidal wave of men and women in private business that are finally beginning to step up, be bold, and do it for God's glory, giving the company to God, and we're seeing it internationally. This is not just a pocket here, a pocket there. And what I've been reinforced with here at FCCI, because just by the name, for companies international, it truly is an international wave of what I know is really the great place for ministry, and that is the marketplace. So I just want to give a word of encouragement. Everything that we're seeing here with these thousand men and women from around the world is that God is working big time in the marketplace, 
why not come on and join the wave? Well, and, and it is true. People are out there searching for truth. They are tired of living hopeless lives. They're tired of just doing business for the sake of making money, because what's the point after, you know, how much is enough money? Well, just a little bit more, because it never satisfies. And they're starting to realize that uh, us Christ followers have the answer for that uh, dissatisfaction for that discontent uh, in that following Christ brings that contentment and, and brings purpose to the workplace. I mean, our work, whatever we do, can be done for the glory of God. And I'll just close with this thought, one more from David Green, the founder and CEO of Hobby Lobby. That there's really, there's only two things, and we've dedicated at Hobby Lobby our life to this. There's only two things you take with you when you die, God's Word and man's soul. That's it. We've dedicated everything we do to God's Word, getting His Word out, and salvations of men's souls. So, you know, really, Jim, it boils down to that. It's pretty simple. Well, Jim, I want to thank you for calling in today from the Fellowship of Companies for Christ International out there in Amelia Island. You sit there and enjoy the suffering at that Ritz-Carlton. Tell Brenda that I said hi. Thank you for suffering for the Lord out there, learning about all this stuff. Make sure you grab all of the lists of all of the companies that are represented and also a list of all the ministries so that I've got more people to bring on to the show so we can start letting everybody know about this. We'll bring you back because we didn't get a chance to talk about your article. It's really been bugging me. I want to talk about this. Shouldn't a Christian-based business have the best products. We'll talk about that in the future. We've had Dr. Jim Harris on the line. Jim, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, Jim. Thank you so much for letting me come back. You just have a blessed week, my brother. We just spent the last 45 minutes talking really fast with Dr. Jim Harris, who was live at the conference for FCCI, the Fellowship for Christian Companies International, or Companies for Christ International, excuse me. And if you want to find out more about the conversation we just had, you're going to have to listen to the archives or go out to FCCF cci.org to find out more. If you want to find out more about Dr. Jim Harris, you can go to his website, toahigherlevel.com. We still haven't given away a copy of Dr. Jim Harris's book called The Impactor. It is a great book that I read many, many moons ago, uh, probably last year this time. Uh, so I'd recommend it. If you are trying to run a business or are trying to make an impact in a business, you need to get a copy of this book. I'm giving away a copy today. Call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. All right, so we've had Dr. Jim Harris on, and we've got a few minutes left, and he had to go. I wanted to ask this question. I know we don't have a lot of people typically calling to the show, and as we grow in this show, we're going to do it more and more. But there was a USA Today... uh, Well, first of all, let me before I go to that, I want to address the the Proverbs for Business minute that Martha just read. It, it, it quoted a verse that said, Out of the mouth of fools brings folly, but wisdom. Uh, I just misquoted that whole thing. I just screwed it up. But it, they were talking about the three things we can do in our businesses that will draw people to Christ. And as we're speaking to people, to always be honest, always speak the truth in love, and give gentle instruction. You know, One of the things we don't realize is the impact our words make. People judge you by the words you use. Every day, people judge you by the words you use. Whether it's fair or not, they do it. And when you are a manager, or you are an employer, or you are the owner, how we treat our employees can draw people to Christ. You know, they, you know, at some jobs, people have been at, they've been yelled and screamed at, and that doesn't draw people to Christ. And I am guilty of doing that in my past workplace 
life. I have screwed up and made a mistake in how I've talked to my people, and I've tried to find as many of them as possible and apologize on Facebook. Uh, but you know, we need when we're speaking to our employees about whether it's something they've done intentionally wrong or unintentionally wrong. First of all, we always have to be honest, and, and sometimes that honesty. Sometimes the truth just hurts. That's why it's so important when Martha's second point was, we need to speak the truth in love. We need to be seeking the bringing the best out in people and how we speak to them. Understand, most of you who are in your 40s and 50s who are supervising people that are in their 20s and 30s, those people in their 20s and 30s more than likely didn't have a mom and a dad together who together groomed them to become adults. A lot of them grew up in broken households where they didn't have a dad giving him input all the time, or they didn't have a mom giving an input all the time. They had one or the other. And so they didn't have speaking the truth in love because if they were at dad's house on one on the weekends but with mom most of the time when dad was there, he was just playmate. He wasn't speaking the truth in love because he didn't want to tick you off because he only had you every other weekend. And, and so we, our, our employees need to hear the truth. They need wise counsel, and they're not used to getting it. Martha and I worked for 10 years as just the directors. We led a connection group at our church, just a small group, whatever you want to call it. And and it was amazing to me, the majority of the couples, 30s, 20s, 30s, and 40s, they don't have grandparents that they can go to to get wisdom. They don't have a mom and a dad that they can go to to get wisdom. And so they're looking for anybody that at least looks like they've figured it out to get some truth. And so that's you, their employer. You may be the only speck of truth in their life. Because I'm telling you, the kids today that are in their 20s, they're looking for truth because they're sick and tired of the non-truth that they've seen out there. They've been lied to by their moms and their dads that the, <laughs> that the divorce was the best thing they could do for everybody because that's a lie. Working through the marriage would have been the best thing. That's barring examples of abuse being involved. I'm talking just people who give up because... They just don't love each other anymore. That's because they stopped working on their marriage. Stop lying to each other. The kids are always collateral damage, and now we've got a whole, we've got two generations of collateral damage, and they're working in your workplace, and they need to hear the truth from you. They need to hear, hear the truth from you, and they need to see that you love them when you're delivering the truth. But honestly, the third point that Martha said in the Proverbs for Business is the gentle instruction. They need to know that you care, and then they'll listen to what you have to say. First you show them that you care, then they'll listen to what you say. It's so important that it's gentle. Screaming and yelling at people is very ineffective. Sometimes it feels good. But it's very ineffective. And if you're a Christ follower and you're screaming and yelling at people, the first thing you need to do, even if they're wrong, the first thing you need to do is you need to apologize. So if you're an authority and you're screaming and yelling at people, the first thing you need to do is apologize. So therefore, it makes it much more difficult for you to give them instruction because you're messing up. So stop acting that way. It's just embarrassing. Don't call yourself a Christ follower if you're going to be embarrassing like that. But if you do mess up and you're calling yourself a Christ follower, just admit it. Just admit it. So, the Proverbs for Business segment today was so powerful, I want to make sure I highlighted it today. Because we need to be honest. We need to let people know the truth. And we need to speak that truth in love. And in speaking that truth in love, we need to do it gently. And that verse from today, I'm going to grab it off the floor here. Hang on a second. Sorry, did you hear me leaning over? The verse from today, 
I don't have it. Oh my goodness, I don't have the verse for today. Okay, well, I, it, w- it was you have to replay the Proverbs business segment. No, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Oh no, that's not it either. All right, sorry, just mess that up. Okay, listen, I'll post it on Facebook tonight. All right, we got to start closing out the show. Listen, thanks for listening today. I just on tomorrow's show, Martha's going to be calling in from the CPE event, Christian Products Expo. She'll be calling in to talk about what's the latest and greatest tools that are being written and sold to impact the kingdom. She's at a book convention last night. She got or Sunday night. She got to watch the new Left Behind movie that's coming out with Nicolas Cage. She said it was awesome. We're going to hear about that. She's been getting tons of books from all kinds of people. She's going to give us the latest and the greatest. She's been hearing new singers. um, She got to listen to one of Billy Graham's sons or grandsons talk. Uh, She's got all kinds of stuff. She'll be highlighting that. So make sure you tune in tomorrow for the I Work For Him show. The I Work For Him show is all about purposefully equipping vibrantly effective Christ followers in a workplace. So you need to ask yourself, are you a Christ follower? What does it mean to be a Christ follower? If you want to find out more about what it means to follow Jesus and to become a Christ follower, to have your life restored to the way God initially intended it, email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iworkforhim.com. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately... I work for him.